Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast, where every week, Danny and Mauda Vega discuss topics that help families live a healthy and active lifestyle with their little ones, including nutrition and training, peaceful parenting, education, and mindset. To stay up to date, make sure to hit subscribe on this podcast and check out the blog at www.fatfuel.family. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at dannyvega.ms, at fatfueledmom, and at fatfueledkids, and fatfueledfamily on YouTube. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the show, but I just had to let you know about an awesome new company we're working with called Regenerative Pastures. Regenerative Pastures provides grass-fed meat directly to your door from ranchers who practice regenerative agriculture. This means that the meat you're buying is healthier for the environment because of the way the land and animals are managed to sequester carbon and promote healthy soil biology. And of course, it's healthier for people because this meat contains higher omega-3 fatty acids. They have an incredible selection of grass-fed beef boxes, organ meats and organ jerky that are all regeneratively raised i absolutely love their chuck eye t-bone and even their ground beef is delicious we just add some salt and pepper and it comes out delicious every single time supporting regenerative pastures directly supports ranchers financially helps the environment and ensures high quality delicious protein for us to eat the best part is that when you use the code fat fuel at checkout you save a whopping 30% on their subscription box. So head over to regenerativepastures.com and use fat fuel to save on your monthly beef box. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Vega, and I'm joined by my world traveling wife, Mauna Vega. (laughs) I forgot about the adjective. (laughs) Yeah, she forgot about it because it's been a few months since we've recorded because so there's been a lot of stuff going on. We've been so busy this year. I launched another business in the beginning of the year, and that's been um, keeping me super busy and then rebuilding the group coaching. And Mm -hmm. but now we are ready to rededicate ourselves to this, you know, five years now podcast. And um, this is our baby. We love our podcast. And so um, you guys are going to see a lot more than, than you've been seeing. You know, you've been seeing probably half the episodes every month than you usually see. Um, but the good news is we have so much planned. We have so much to catch you up on. Maura yeah. and I are going to do an yeah. episode soon on everything we're doing and everything we're doing together. We're doing some, um, what do you call that? Some joint ventures yes. together, yes. Um, which is going to be awesome. And um, so welcome back. And we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Today we have... Kelsey Buchalter, did I do it good? Yeah, pretty good. It's good enough. <laughs> it's good enough. It's good enough. So um, she's completely revolutionized her life and recovered from several health and mental health issues that we will be getting into today. Kelsey is a young South African singer-songwriter, actor and dancer, nutrition advisor, and the host of the Human Theater podcast. Welcome to the show, Kelsey. Welcome. Thank you both so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we love it. So tell us, like, what is the difference? Like, you got to be, is it nighttime over there? What time is it right now? Yes, it is currently, I'm checking my laptop, um, 20 to 11. Oh, wow. So, so it's 10, 10, 11. This is the latest I've stayed up in Oh, years. wow. <laughs> yes, 10. That's that's like 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, 10, yeah 11, that so. is late. Well, thank you Sleep so much. Yes, well, thank you so much for staying up for us. And you'll get to go to bed after <laughs> this and rest. 
Yeah, so I'm going to lead off because I want you to get the next question because I think it's, it's just better. What kind of dance do you do? I'm sorry. I just yeah. To... yeah, you have to ask me. To ask that. So, um, so I, study, <laughs> I studied um, musical theater. So oh, love that. Um, love that. that involves singing, acting, and dancing. <sighs> and in my course, we like went, we had every style of dance. It was amazing. We did ballet, jazz, tap, Horton, contemporary, mm-hmm. hip hop. We've done it all, salsa. Um, that is yeah, so fun. So. A little bit of everything. I love that. Yeah, I did mostly like in the dance studio, ballet, um, contemporary jazz and all that competing. But my dream was to be on Broadway (laughs) and do musical theater or something like that. So I love hearing that. That's so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see um, that range, you know, because like the differences between hip hop and ballroom and contemporary, like Mm -hmm. switching from longer lines to more jerky movements um it's yeah. always good to see that yeah. range yeah. Or like ballet to hip-hop a lot of times yeah, like, totally. it's hard to get like in hip-hop you have to like get low or it's like <laughs> yeah and more yeah they yeah. are yeah, very grounded mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i i was never really a, a dancer like i i was forced into you know i mean not forced because i actually wanted to do it but i never really danced like competitively or anything as a kid so oh my gosh it was a i'm in, all inspired by people who are like really good dancers because not easy no yeah Yeah, Yeah. not easy all right so we always lead off with the question what is the most critical problem you're currently trying to solve so this i had to give a lot of thought to (laughs) wasn't an easy question um so i suppose it doesn't have a simple answer but currently right now um i would say that the most critical thing that i am dealing with is finding my feet after just experiencing uh, the trauma that I have, you know, just with my prior health and mental health issues. And now that I've sort of reached this newfound, um, st- like sense of being and sense of healing, it's like, you know, just trying to ground, like find my feet in that and like, you know, like not be, cause I mean, I feel like I've gotten in this like amazing second chance at life. And so, yeah, I'm slowly finding my feet almost like again, but like, you know, who I am and who I am post the the trauma that I have that I've been through. Well, it, it doesn't it doesn't help what's happened over there in the last couple of years, especially yes. in specific. Sometimes. I don't know where where exactly do you live? I live in Cape Town. Oh, okay, the beautiful Cape Town. Okay, so um, yeah. it was it was more like Joburg and Durban, those areas that were really like wild, right? With the crime, you mean? Yeah, and and like riots and stuff. Oh, yeah. So the, those riots were in um, were in Durban. Yes. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah. Mostly Durban, so it didn't go all the way to, to Johannesburg? There, there were some, you know, uh, in relation to um, that same right in Joburg, and I think a few popped up in Cape Town, but um, Cape Town was not hit nearly as hard as, um, well, it wasn't as severe in Cape Town as it was in Durban. No. Gosh, what a crazy couple of years it's been. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Well, I would love to get into your story and learn more about you. Why don't you tell us and our listeners you know, just a little about your health journey. And if you can explain kind of what you were telling us earlier about how it wasn't just your dietary changes that were, you know, a part of your transformation and a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously mental health um, just plays a very, very significant part in my life just because I've struggled personally with mental health issues my whole life. I was, I had severe anxiety, like generalized anxiety disorder, separation anxiety, OCD, extreme anorexia, bulimia, the whole, the whole bandwagon. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, 
always like a symbiotic relationship of your physiological health. So like your hardware and then also your emotional health and your software. So, um, you know, in my prior years, I mean, obviously my parents wanted, didn't want to see their daughter struggling. So I would go to every psychologist and therapist and neurologist and, 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 and just to try and figure things out. But it really wasn't until I, uh, was introduced to the significance of food that um, I actually, you know, was able to heal my hardware enough to be able to then heal my software. So um, I suppose I'm jumping quite a few things. Essentially, my story uh, with my health journey goes, um, I, I had suffered with all those mental health issues. And then between the years of 2016 and 2018, I was... Um, my anorexia was very severe and I was in and out of hospitals. Um, and, you know, in the middle of 2018, up and above, you know, just the emotional journey of everything, which I will get into, um, I actually went to a nutritionist and she um, started describing, like she just said to me, for the next 10 days, Kelsey, you are just going to eat meat and fat. At the no. time, she was like, you're going to eat as much meat as you can and you're going to have about eight tablespoons of olive oil a day so like mm. when i would wake up in the morning i would have some like some warm water a tot of olive oil and some salt and it was actually like just delicious so essentially she was you know <laughs> describing a very highly nutrient dense um diet which yes. i suppose is not really a diet it's just like the species appropriate diet mm, but yes. um yeah so that's in and of itself already like i literally within hours like I remember actually when she was describing um I suppose I'll call it carnivore but I don't really like labeling things um <laughs> but uh yeah when she was <laughs> when she was describing carnivore to me there was like this light bulb that just switched off in my head I mean as a kid I used to love like all the meats, I mean, brying which is like barbecuing is huge in South Africa and like my dad makes the best like bride smoked chicken and mm -hmm. um i would go like my plate would be the graveyard plate like that would that is what i would crave i'd crave everyone's bones and the and the bone like the the skin the collagen everything I, that would be my my treat so when she was like telling me that i'm gonna eat you know just meat and fat there was like this huge light bulb that went in my brain and it was almost like the floodgates just opened because i was like oh my gosh like of course this is like so exciting and i remember being so excited i went home to my boyfriend at the time my ex um i went to back to his house and i was like give me the eggs i want eggs and i want olive oil and i was like so excited to just eat and um it was the first thing ever in my whole emotional journey that actually got me excited and wanting to eat food and like just for that i was like forever grateful and i swear like the minute i had some olive oil there's like something lit up in my brain and it was just that was like fuel that literally was fuel for me and um so that's like health and physiological like physiologically but then obviously concurrently there's also other things going on and um I would be very brief and I'll just uh, you know when I left school I did um quite a, I started quite a few things and they weren't necessarily you know authentic to who I was as a person and you know, concurrently in 2018 with um, finding out, like changing my diet, um, I also uh, began, um, well, I only started studying in 2019, but I was able to audition for the musical theater academy that I was accepted into. I auditioned for that in 2018. I found out about it in 2018. Um, a few months before, 
no, a few months after I actually started to change my diet around. So, you know, up and above physically, you know, like physically healing my body with nutrient dense foods. I also went through a very synchronistic journey emotionally and found something that was, I suppose, me. And together combined those two things of, you know, nourishing my authenticity and also nourishing my physiology. It was just like a recipe for being a human, you know, as how I've come to, how I've come to understand it. Wow. Wow. Maura, Maura, Maura's tears were leaking a little bit on that Was one. I? Yeah. I could have also been yawning. Oh, okay. I thought but I... no, I did get it because I, well, I can relate to that feeling so much. Um, cause I did have such a period like you where it was just restriction, bulimic behaviors and an obsession, you know, this like obsession of the food that I cannot eat and just thinking that there had to be a better way. And it's like that light bulb of like, oh my goodness, like, oh, wait, we were created in such a way that we don't actually have to suffer <laughs> to also be healthy and fit and, and feel good. I can actually eat the foods that I crave, which is the fat and the, 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 those delicious foods. I love that you said that you remembered when you were little because for me, children are the most, what do I want to say? Well, Primal the- and they have like the healthiest uh, hunger signals. Like they know what they only eat to survive like a little baby. And I can get any baby to eat organ meats, any of them. But then That's like adults, adults with. will have like a little bit more of an aversion, but it's like any baby you give that to them and it's just so primal. Like they know it's like their bodies. They just love it. It's so, so I love that you said that. Wow. And amazing that your doctor actually. Yeah. Or the, the therapist, <laughs> or whoever yeah. it was. Was it your doctor? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't a doctor. Oh, it wasn't the doctor. No, I, okay. I mean, your doctor's eye. Yeah. The doctors. Yeah, Cause that's, I, yeah. Usually doctors hard, do not recommend that. So it was your, find. okay. So sorry. It was Although, your therapist. Yeah, I was, wow. it was a nutritionist. Nutritionist, yeah. okay. okay. And, um, yeah, although I will say now, my GP, my general practitioner, like our, our family doctor, I suppose, he is totally aware and, like, he's obviously seen my my mm-hmm. transformation. And he himself has told me that I, out of all of his patients, have got the best cholesterol readings. So, wow. that's that wonderful. Um, wow. Yeah, which I was, like, totally surprised. But, I mean, I, I remember I went, I mean, I've been to so many specialists and like physicians. I like, I don't even want to know how much I have cost, but um, anyway. um, And that um, she was like supposed to be like one of the top endocrinologists. And she literally said to my face when I told her about carnivore, she's like, but we use olive oil and fat to fatten up the kids in the children hospital. So what do you expect is going to happen to you? And like, she very Whoa. well knew. Talk about situation. no bedside manner. No bedside yeah, manner there. Triggering. Talking to a, a, you know, someone with, you know, disordered eating. Yeah. Um, gosh, like, first of all, what you said is so true. I mean, Dr. Baker shared, did you see what he shared this morning? No. It was a hilarious um Instagram post of this child. I don't know what it was of some plant food, but the minute they gave it to him, he was like crying and then they took it away and they gave him like, I guess like a strip of like steak and Mm -hmm. he just starts gnawing on it. And you can see like his reaction or I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, but either way. Well, don't you remember Desmond? He would like suck the juice out of it. Yeah. And and then he he would would cry cry. when it was gone. Every single time he would cry when it was gone. I mean, that's pretty much me now when I (laughs) eat Right? And when the steak is over, it's like...
Hey guys, I want to take a minute to make a quick shout out to our sponsors, Optimal Carnivore. You've heard us talk about how important organ meats are. They're some of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. Now for people like me and my oldest son, Desmond, it's easy to eat things that turn most people off because if you tell us it's healthy, we're down for whatever. But for my other son, Dean and Maura, and I suspect a lot of you, not so much. You can make things like our organ meat burgers, but that also requires some effort. And you still may not like the taste. Optimal Carnivore sources 100% grass-fed organ meats from New Zealand, freeze-drying the organs and encapsulating them into convenient bovine gelatin capsules. Unlike a lot of areas in the U.S., New Zealand still has a lot of rich soil, lush greenery, and one of the cleanest environments on Earth. They currently have a grass-fed organ complex that contains nine different organs, including beef liver, brain, thymus, heart, kidney, spleen, pancreas, lung, and gallbladder, and they have a grass-fed liver product. These products are perfect for people who are traveling or still trying to develop an appreciation for organ meats. Optimal Carnivore covers your bases at home or while traveling, and their products are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and free of hormones, pesticides, antibiotics, and GMOs. The mission over at Optimal Carnivore is to make it easy for people to consume the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. They also plant one tree for every product sold, which helps the environment. Head to Amazon.com slash Optimal Carnivore and use the code VEGASAFE10 to receive 10% off all of their products. I just have like a kind of like a just a specific question because I think it's good for people to know. Um, you don't have to tell us what you were before, but how many kilos did you put on? Like, would you say like in a, a certain amount? Was it, was it, were you um, very thin and did you, you added some weight? Yeah. I'm, oh, I did the conversions a while ago. And you I could tell us kilos. You could tell us kilos. Kilo. Yeah. Okay. Um, in kilos, I think my lowest weight was uh, 23 or 24 wow. kilograms. Wow. Oh yeah. No, it's, I, I mean, I'm laughing now, but I mean, it's, it's like, it, it was really intense. Wow. Um, and I would say I've put on over, I'm sure, well, over 24 kilograms now. Um, haven't, I don't really weigh myself a lot, but um, I've definitely put on way over 20 kilograms. And, wow. you know, I, you know, also being in, you know, inpatient treatment facilities as well. I mean, I go through the the program that they have for eating disorders, which is another topic in and of itself. But I mean, in those programs, you are forced to eat all the chocolates and the sweets and everything, which is obviously is not conducive to any mental healing and serenity because your blood sugar levels are just spiking up and down. It's ridiculous. Um, so uh, I don't even know what I was going to say about that. But yeah, I mean, Oh, what I was going to say is that I know Rebecca Farmer has also spoken yes, about it. It's not necessarily yes. that she was in a clinic for an eating disorder, but she said that she's gained weight, you know, both with the very high carb standard American diet, but also with carnivore. And, you know, that's why I'm so outspoken about carnivore because, again, I don't like labeling it because diet culture, like I am in both fields. I'm in both fields of like keto carnivore, but I'm also in the eating disorder recovery space where there should be no fear foods and things. So I am very aware of, you know, labeling things I, that's why i like calling it just a species appropriate diet just like a you would know to feed a cat meat you you know it's yeah anyway so um and she was saying that like when she was gaining weight just you know standard american diet way it was a lot of like visceral fat and things yeah and as opposed to carnival where it's just like muscle yes. like yes i've gained weight 
I, but it's like not fat, yes, it's not if that bad. makes sense. Yeah. And it does. I know it's like vanity and aesthetic to say, but like, you know, if anyone coming from being severely underweight from an anorexic point of view as well, you know, that is quite a thing. You don't want to just balloon up because that's the biggest fear, right? Um, but yeah, it's been, it's, I mean, but it makes sense because our bodies are made up of meat and fat. So well, yeah, I, it's the right type of weight. It's, it's lean mass. It's what you've been missing. And I'm sure your skin, everything. Did you also notice? Cause I know for me, it was a really big one, but even just like your anxiety, your, um, like the anxiety levels was a huge one. Like I just felt like when I'm eating mostly meat and all of that, like I'm so just steady all day my mood and all of that so it's actually easier <laughs> to recover too emotionally when you're like not having all these blood sugar spikes which makes me go crazy and also you know just it's, yeah. we don't we don't always i'm sorry to interrupt i'll just say this and then i'll <laughs> no, shut up um that we don't um what we tell people is that look it's not to avoid the plants altogether it's just to be aware of mm. the plants and aware of the issues that come with each one. Certain phytochemicals cause certain issues, you know? So, okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't remember now, but that's a <laughs> point that we can go on to. So we were talking about the anxiety. Like, that's what I, I don't know if that'll spark your memory, but oh. just, just how it's like so, you know. Even, even keeled. Yeah. yeah. Even keeled. Yeah, I remember, like, in my, like, most severe state, like, this is before I... um went into uh this one hospital here and I was actually there for seven months involuntarily um but it was a really 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 bad time and I just remember if I was not sleeping I was awake but I was like crying but there were no tears I was just like I don't know how to, I was almost like in a state of hysteria it was I mean I can't wow. yeah, I mean don't even, yeah I know it's it was, it was not um I just yeah I'm grateful for my family I mean I don't want to know also, I mean, everyone, it's a family sort of systematic illness, unfortunately. Um, but I remember being like, almost literally, I was, I actually wanted to go to sleep, like not waking up because when I was awake, I was just in a state of hysteria. Mm. The anxiety was so bad. And that's why I think when the minute I had, I like my body was mm. like, my tongue was tantalizing for that olive oil and those eggs and the meat. Like, I can't explain it to you. And just, yeah, it was as you say steady calm and from there because i was able to heal my my soft my hardware like i was be able to i was able to decrease all that neural inflammation from all the extreme anxiety and everything then i was able to actually apply all the years of therapy that i'd been in and i know dr daniel amen speaks a lot mm. about this first where he's like you you have to address the hardware because you can't just expect your computer to work yes. if your hardware is broken exactly and I think that's also another pivotal thing that I think a lot of people and doctors <laughs> overlook uh, with anything, really. It's not just an eating disorder. I think it's, it's anything, but particularly with mental health. Yeah. You know, yeah. one one thing that that um, I, I love this question. Um, Mike asked me this. Um, Mike Mutzel, um, like four years ago, Mike Mutzel, great friend of ours, he was at my house and we were recording and he and we were talking about, you know, because obviously my platform has been nutrition, but it's also the family and it's also the mindset. And he asked me, he said, you know, what do you think came first for you? And what would you say for others? What would you recommend as far as like the ability to gain these new insights, 
you know, and, and, and I said straight up, you have to fix your diet first yeah. because that's exactly, I didn't say exactly mm-hmm. hardware, but I said, you know, you, you won't be able to gain those insights if you're, mm-hmm. if you're in this just overstimulated, you can't think straight mind, mind frame. And then of course, like you said, you, mm-hmm. you, you clear up that hardware and all of a sudden things run so well. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I can now I get this. Now I can see this. But before you didn't have the eyes to see because it just yeah. things were not running. They weren't yes. running well. I didn't have the energy to do right. to like be able to see. Yeah. Yeah. And the fat. Yeah. Or Gosh. even with like those like because I know for me, it's like or people coming from a standard American diet or obsessing about food, you almost it's like you can't. Well, I used to talk about it with keto, right? I'm like, it's like how with the drug addicts. It's like I just need to get your brain on ketones, and then you're gonna understand. Yeah. Because you don't, you can't like fathom. It's a different brain. Yeah, because some people they can't even like fathom. What do you mean you don't eat this or that? It's because they're so, their their hunger signals are off. They're they are craving sugar because they eat sugar, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's like a slavery. I'm like, you don't understand. Once you're off of it you really are not going to crave it. Like it's a real thing. Like I remember when I was doing the carnivore diet, um, again, I like species appropriate or health. Dr. Barry says Animal it was based. a proper human diet. Yeah. <laughs> Animal based. Yeah. Yes. I was almost like used to reaching for the little tree and it was, you know, something healthy. It was like, what would I do? Those F-bombs, like the nut yeah. butters. Sometimes or, you would do like a, a square or of a square of chocolate. chocolate. And it was like out of a habit. And there was so many nights that I grabbed for it. And I was like, I don't even want this right now. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I was like, I actually don't even want it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just because my yeah, hunger signals were, it's like, you're like, oh, wow, this is how I'm supposed to feel. It's incredible. So you're actually satiated. You're satiated. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So, you know, that's awesome. So what do you do for a living now? Tell us a little bit more about that. And also tell us about your podcast. We'd love to hear, you know, what, mm-hmm. what you talk about. Yeah. So I graduated musical theater in 2021. Um, so the end of last year. And um, up until now, I've been, I suppose, trying to find my feet in the world as well, like no longer being a student. And I've done um, Tim Noakes' Nutrition Network awesome. um, Nutrition Advisor training because I really want to be qualified to help people now. So I'm also a singer-songwriter, so I've been writing music and playing music my whole life. So I'm in the process of also recording my first EP as well. Awesome. Um, I suppose making all the things happen, like putting all my, making all my dreams and passions I suppose, tangible things now in reality. So so I've been writing lots of music, recording music. And then one of my biggest dreams, just because also podcasts um, during lockdown, I found podcasts and I actually began to educate myself also on the science behind keto and carnivore. And that empowered me like to newfound levels and also just understanding how the body works. I think that's another thing that I feel like therapists, there should be a school of psychotherapy that you actually learn how the body works. And actually it should be in school. You should be taught how your body works and how your brain works because it is just so empowering. Anyway, so since uh, I found out about podcasts and fallen in love with them, they accompanied me on my morning walks during lockdown in my garden. Um, it has been a huge dream of mine to start my own podcast. And actually today, literally about an, an hour and a half ago, I launched my own podcast oh, like, Fantastic. on this day. So, so it's like exciting. so cool. So what's the name Very of synchronistic. it? It's called The Human Theater. Love it. So I'm all about normalizing the concept of being a human being, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, just everything that I've learned, I want to share it out there just to help people. And I thought it was a beautiful synchronistic play on my journey of like, 
coming to find myself as a human being and my love and passion for the theater because you know creativity in the theater are you know the most powerful ways of creating change and yeah I suppose it's like my little safe it's my little labor of love my little baby where I get to you know explore and create and put all my passions into one platform so I love that I totally love that I mean we always say it's the most selfish thing we do we learn so much we make new friends I I see like my you know the way I think of things I'm like yeah you know there's so many plays that you can do on that like you know the I think of, you know, all the world's a stage. Yes. And so you can you can even play between like what is reality yeah. versus what reality they're being they're casting out yes. to us. And how are you gonna be able to see that true reality if your hardware again, if your hardware is not yes. working? So um I will say one thing, um, and then I'll let you ask. I, I just wanna say if you haven't heard of Georgia Eid, have you have you run into Dr. Georgia Eid Eid stuff? I, I. She's okay. Like, yeah, because she's in the field. So like, you know, she's and, definitely she's one who gets it. And she deals what I love about her. Well, she is a psychologist. She's a psychiatrist. I don't know if psychiatrist or psychologist. Anyway, I think she's a psychiatrist. I think she is a psychiatrist because she works. I know that she works at the women's college in Harvard. Yeah. And she was a big one for me. Like she helped me understand so much or even just share with others because she addresses the mental health part of it. And people don't understand, like it's easier for people to accept that a gastric problem or a knee pain or things like that are in your just physical body, which not to say your mind is not your body, but for some reason people completely separate that and think that your brain is just, no, that's something different. That's not affected by food or anything. So it's just, I love hearing her put those things together because it's so important. Yeah. Um, It's funny you mentioned all the world's a stage. In (laughs) fact, in my first episode, I quote that. Oh, yeah, you must listen to it. That's cool. We we definitely listen to it. Yeah, that's good that you quote it. It's so funny. There's, I, I have, I have a, I have thoughts on the person who even said it. I have thoughts on you know who he really is and all that, but that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, why don't you ask her the last question? Oh, okay. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on, Kelsey. This has been such a lovely conversation. I'd love to meet you someday. Um, can you tell our listeners, you know, where they can find you online if they want to find out more about what you're doing and connect with you? Where can they do that? Sure. So I think the easiest place for now is just to follow me on Instagram. So it's at Kelsey Buchalta. So it's quite a long one. And I suppose it'll be in your show. Yes. Yep. Yep. Anything. We're putting it here. K-E-L-S. Okay. Do you want me to spell it out? We can put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll definitely put it in the show notes. I'll spare you guys a few minutes. And then once, yeah, I guess once, um, once that launches, people, if they want to listen to the podcast, they'll be able to just on your Instagram. I'm sure you'll be sharing it on there. Yeah, we can share the link. Yes. So, I mean, at the moment, it's, it should be on Apple Podcast and Spotify and Google. I'm not from it. Yeah, Google Podcast Player. And it, just search The Human Theater. Beautiful. Okay. Um, and, of course, it's theater with the R-E, not E-R, right? Yes. Okay. South African. Yes. Yeah, that's Proper. Proper. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, that's what we always it. say. You know, I... I I was just talking with a buddy, you know, because I always change because I went 
when I got out of um, medical device, it was because I started getting clients all around the world. And of course, I started to learn the way people say different things. And so I, when I speak to people from different places, I, I, I know kind of what, what, I, what I'm dealing with so we can understand each other better. But man, this was awesome. This was like pure action packed, nothing but good information. Mm-hmm. We're so happy for you. And, um, and this, this is a special episode because it's the first time we recorded in a few months. So yes. thank you for making our first episode back really awesome. Thank you for having me. And I, I hope to have you guys on my podcast. Oh, We'd anytime. Love to. We would We'd love, love to. to come on yep. the human theater and talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me.